Irreverent Int. Irreverent Int. So just to do a little bit of recap, we were talking last week about the real presence of our Lord Jesus Christ in the Eucharist. And it was so long ago that I don't really remember what we talked about. I want to thank Rory for that because it's been like four freaking weeks. And if he's in charge of the editing. He I was legit got it done in freaking 35 minutes. No, that I, is I listened, not fair. I listened to it after last night, so I, I kind of remember. Okay, well, I yeah, if, if, put us up to speed, please. Not enough Peter. Peter Dude, there's like 45 minutes. I'm not gonna. I know, but no, just, we'll, let's, let's just, just let's just talk. Let's just talk. Let's continue just talking about we we talked about uh we brought up Aquinas, um, we talked about uh, kind of well my my thing was talking about kind of the feel. Your thing was being loud and annoying. No, nope, talking <laughs> over people. God, man, <laughs> I wasn't. Okay. You, you were really, really tired. tired. I was so tired, dude. <laughs> you can tell. <laughs> but um, your thing was like, you wanted something more to be there. Yeah. And that was like the human, and my human like, nature. And I'm like, but faith, yeah, bro. Yeah, right, yeah that, that's like, obviously. Um, and if you haven't seen uh, the last episode, definitely go check it out before this one. Here. Okay. Yeah. Right now. Here. What? You say see, we can't, you can't see anything, you can only hear. Go here! <laughs> <laughs> the one before. I am the prior being one. The True one. Red. Link in description below. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah, link in the description below, we'll for it. sure. Oh, this is definitely you not going on YouTube. At. I feel like we're probably going to find a platform. That's step two. I have some plans for YouTube. Uh, I don't think these ones are going to get up on YouTube, but I have some plans. Later ones. We're going to, we got a lot, I got a lot of We're going to be there eventually. Regardless, go listen to the prior one, True Bread. Mm-hmm. True Bread part one this is going to be Is true. it called part one? Episode one. Episode one. I'm using the episode. Well, okay. It's going to be episode one. This is episode two, but it's going to be a part two to the first episode. So we can, like, that's just technical details. That's not what we're talking about today. Anywho. Oh should, uh, should we do the same intro again? What intro? Like, explain who we are. I mean, this is a second, ep- I think for like the first couple episodes. Uh, we should probably recap. Recap on that, yes. Who we are, what we doing. Who we, how we, we are. We out here. Three. We are out here, and we are three Catholic nibbas. Guys. <laughs> who try to live a devout life and who strive for living in accordance with scripture, in accordance with the precepts of the church. And we, I, want, I feel like we should highlight again that we are not any sort of authority on any teaching. Nor are we endorsed by, by any sort of Thank you. Authority. Yeah, we missed that last time. We're not endorsing. We're literally just talking to each other. Yeah. And, and you're along for the ride. You're along for the ride. Thank Little you. Mike in the house. Little Mike. Yeah, boy. Um, no. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Peter has a soundboard in his throat. Peter has a soundboard, <laughs> and it's kind of like... It's going to happen. You're going to have pretty It's a dangerous weapon. It. A dangerous man's hands right I'm now. pretty excited. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you know when to use it. Just, you know. Yeah. Use your you know when you use it and be... So yeah, same people. Same people. I'm Eduardo. Peter. Rory. <laughs> Can you say that loud? Rory. 
Rowry XDXD. Nuzzles. Okay. On time. Yeah, we're going to be talking about probably deep stuff. We're going to like try to make it light, light conversation. Um, but we definitely want the audience to be part of the conversation as well. Oh yeah, so please, if you have any thoughts. Interact. Somehow. No thoughts, we don't approve. No, no. <laughs> 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 right, what he said. But also, if you have any uh, comments. Yes, questions, please, comments, concerns. Lay them on. in the box down below. Or, yeah, just... No free Amazon gift card system. Send us an email or a DM. Amazon Slide on our DMs. the second episode, no. <laughs> oh, we are going to open a Twitter account, so... Oh, yeah, we don't send an email one to that. Because, gosh, this is very not prepared. We are so It's only second episode. The quality and organization will get better as yeah. we go along. Very yes. sure. I, have I don't think really anybody's even time. listened to the last one yet, because it's not even out yet. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Some of our beeps. Introductions on the side. Be acquainted. <laughs> yes. Be acquainted. <laughs> Introductions being said, uh, take your butt to confession, man. Uh, I feel like that's first step one. Are you just gonna shove confession down everybody's throat? Everybody needs confession, my guy. Everybody needs confession. It's true. I feel like it's a little underrated, though. If oh, you're yeah. thinking yeah. about converting to Catholicism, Please do not only listen to us. Oh, yes. <laughs> Most definitely. Um, talk to a priest. Just have that in all of the descriptions. Talk to a priest. Talk to somebody strong in talk the face of that you know. Talk to people. Um, go listen to some other Catholic. Oh, should yeah. We, should we, we should uh, tell them like, what kind of people to look for. Because like, it's easy to find somebody who looks like... Bishop Barron has some very yes. cool content. Ooh, on YouTube. Talk to him about all the Twitter peeps. The Twitter Ooh, peeps? Yeah, yeah. I feel like we should go into that later on. Later? Okay. Because I don't really know their names. Okay. I only well, know their like accounts and I'm not on Twitter right now, so I can really see. Also, Twitter is really fun. If you're a Catholic and you are like in Catholic circles, there are really funny priests out there on Twitter. Watch out for do a lot of wholesome posting, do a whole lot of Meme posting as well. Mm, yes. Pretty fun, you guys. Spicy memes. Very nice. Yeah, you can pretty much find anything you want there. In regards, in <laughs> regards to Catholicism. Okay. In regards anything to <laughs> your heart <laughs> desires, including <laughs> a wife, he ain't wrong. <laughs> yeah. Watch out for thoughts. Watch out! Watch out for dangerous people out there. <laughs> Need like a T-shirt. Watch out for <laughs> watch for thoughts. No merch. No merch. <laughs> we need to make yes. merch happen. Yes. yes, we will make merch happen. Probably. If we get, if we can get us an audience, heck yeah, I will make us some hella t-shirts. That'll take quite a bit of time. I don't think we're going to blow up by any stretch of the imagination. Oh yeah. Not until we get some quality, quality stuff. Yes. Speaking of quality, review this intro. This intro has been hella long. A long intro. That's okay. We'll just slide into it. Let's just slide into it with some aquinas. So, a continuation from last week, quick recap. Talked about the real presence. Talked about... Well, this is just a continuation. Reverence in general. So, 
I found a really cool article on the Suma, which again, I cannot stress how good this work is. Like, I totally see why Aquinas is loved. Oh, did you know that is technically canon law? I heard this in some podcast or some... Uh, that what is? Some, some article I read. It is technically canon law that Aquinas be, is, is to be taught at every seminary in the world. Ooh. That's canon law. Wow. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Very nice. Nice. Um, okay, the question wait, wait, is... What, did, what, did, what were you saying about uh, how much Aquinas loved something? It makes sense that he loved something. No, 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 no. Everybody should that, love... It makes sense oh. that the church loves him. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, here it is. Um, article 2, and this is question... Let me preface this with the question. Question 75 on Quote. the third part of the Summa. Question 75, article number 3. Quote, whether the substance of the bread or wine is annihilated after the consecration of this sacrament or dissolved into their original matter. Mm. Close quote. So there are three objections here. The first one, like all of them are really good arguments. I really like how he dunks on these really good <laughs> arguments that he makes for the same. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, be gone, whoever makes ever this question, I just thought it for you, be you're gone. done. I already thought of this. Be gone, so, be gone, thought. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let the audience and the people look at the obje- objections because definitely go check out the Sumo if you haven't. Not a sponsor. Not. <laughs> yes, we are a sponsor. Oh, for us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, they they're not sponsored by Sumo or Thomas we're Aquinas. We're not sponsored by a LTV. doctor of the church. <laughs> Thomas Aquinas Incorporated. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine just a Dominican priest bursting into the door like <laughs> Somebody <laughs> say it's copyright strike Go to a seminary first <laughs> Checks out Okay So Thomas, St. Thomas says that on the contrary And that's an open quote Augustine says And that's a quote within a quote God is not the cause of tending to nothing And that's the end of Augustine's quote and Aquinas says, but this sacrament is wrought by divine power. Therefore, in this sacrament, the substance of the bread or wine is not annihilated. Ooh. I think this is a good spot for us to talk about, to start talking about reverence to the Holy You don't just grasp the of what is actually going on and what that is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I still don't. You physically can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But as a child, it's like, oh, yeah, I have mom's dragging me to this thing. Oh, pretty mom's bells. Mom's taking here pretty bells. That, that just told me that Jesus is there, round thingy over there. Yeah. That, I, I assume that's like, what goes he, on the he, I don't know what he's smoking, uh, but he's tripping. <laughs> too much story for smoke. Uh, yeah, I've been finding myself a lot during the consecration, just telling myself, yeah, Jesus is right there. That's how it is right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it really is mind as a small child. That's the way it is. <laughs> also, chat. Ooh, this is really good. Some, this is uh, St. Thomas, open quote, some deeming that it is impossible for the substance of the bread and wine to be changed into Christ's flesh and blood have maintained that by the consecration the substance of the bread and wine is either dissolved into the original matter or that it is annihilated. That's a little bit of the error that I went into when I was a kid because I thought... Oh, now the, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that was like right before. Okay, anyway. <laughs> so yeah, that was 
when I as a kid I thought once you take the Eucharist, then it becomes part of you, which is really what happens. You become part of Christ's mystical body. Mm -hmm. um, however, what if a little like what I told, what I asked myself, what if a little bit of the thing falls? Does it stop being the Eucharist? Mm. Um, what if somebody steps on it? Does it stop being the the flesh and blood of Christ? And the answer to that is no, it doesn't. Right? Yeah, I learned a lot about that at my old parish because that happened one time when I was serving um, and the priest just told me, talk, walked me through it and just talked me, talk me all about it. Yeah. Yeah, he ended up eating it. Yeah. Because you gotta, like there's a, a traditional, in the traditional right, if uh, even just the smallest particle is noticed falling, um, uh, like on the communion rail or what have you, um, so well, even 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 like I think every right, every right has their own um, reparation process when the Eucharist. Oh, they're falls. supposed to. Not all of them do it. I don't think. I know. I know all of them don't do it. I, I, I can't yourself. I cannot attest to every single priest, but I'm I'm sure. Right. It's got to be taught somewhere. Um, stop it. <laughs> uh, yeah, like there's a whole little ceremony too. Uh, cleanse the area uh, and one of our past priests no names uh, he would tell us a story at youth group about um, so at the during uh, after the consecration rest of mass like handling the host you'd actually like um, I, I believe there's either prayer or you make the prayer yourself the priest makes the prayer himself to ask his guardian angel to assist in uh, protecting the the body and blood of Christ um, and he actually told us stories he would actually see, like, when he breaks the host um, during Mass. Uh, he breaks the, the host into three pieces, right? Uh, and, like, he'd see little chips fly, and they fly right back into the... No! Yeah, yeah, he's seen it before on the altar, like... Because everything, it's all Jesus. So, like, you know, Guardian yeah. Angel obviously cares about that. I have actually heard that story before. Yeah, it's really cool, dude. Yeah. Like angels taking care of hosts. Yeah, and that is why receiving in the hand is rather dangerous. Because, like, there's no... I mean, it's not a safe You will have process, atoms right? of it on your... Right? On yeah. your thumb. And then you go to the bathroom. Bro, you wipe and you... <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, it's not a pleasant thought. Yeah. No. No, so no thoughts. Bad thoughts. I remember, uh, I remember a priest talking about the importance of receiving communion in the tongue, he would say, uh, just imagine little particles, and every single particle of the host is entirely Christ's flesh and blood, mm -hmm. and, and, and soul, and all that. So imagine little particles of that form on the rug being Tramp sweeped, trampled on, being swept. I hate you. <laughs> being swept, <laughs> swept up, Rammer. being swept up, and being- That was revenge for last week. <laughs> okay, I'll take, train of conversation. I'll take that. <laughs> Being swept or being um, sucked in by the gosh, broke, by the vacuum machine, sucked. and then it goes in with all the dirt, and it mixes with all the dirt that you have around, and all the slime. Yeah, it's your... just it's just it's no bueno. Uh, yeah. So let me let me. So let it go on the... your tongue so it can dissolve. Yeah. Don't chew the host either. No. You don't want those particles you're... in your teeth. 
fighting people. Too. Uh, let me give you guys the quote. Uh, Mother Teresa. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, <laughs> she, <laughs> shut the. This answer was to a question. What do you think is the She, more than anyone, could name any number of candidates. Famine, plague, disease, the breakdown of the family, rebelling against God, the corruption of the media, world, dead, nuclear threat, and so on, without pausing a second. Quote, wherever I go in the whole world, the thing that makes me the saddest is watching people receive communion in the hand. Close quote. Mother Teresa. Okay, you want to uh, talk about where you got that from? Because you read I before that, too. at forums.catholic.com. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. This was just a report by a random user. Not a sponsor. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, yeah, man. So yeah. Not shout out that ran- shout out the random user if he has a username. Who? What? what Give him credit. <laughs> you just say, oh yeah, okay. The growing grape. <laughs> Forums.catholic.com. Thank you. <laughs> Wherever you are. That was not good! <laughs> I disagree with you! I disagree. I disagree. Okay. You, Some people might find that funny, okay? So, Mother Teresa thought that communion hand was worse than nuclear war. Yeah. Not worse, I mean, not, well, sad. It's a sad thing. Well, it is worse. No, she, what is the worst problem in the world today? Oh, okay. That was the, That's question. the question. And it is. Answer. It is the greatest, because disrespect of the Lord very doesn't body give due reverence. No, yeah. So it's also it's an injustice. Why I think it. in most churches, in all churches, I think the blessed sacrament should be at the center of the altar mm-hmm. and be the center of attention. That's what you're there for. Because okay. I've gone to a couple. I'm gonna I'm gonna sure. officially call out uh, any modern architect that. Builds churches in, in in America, my God! What on earth are you doing? For real? Putting the tabernacle on the left side of the church or right side, just in like a closet. You not yeah. It's no apologies. No apologies here, man. Like get your act together, bro. Shame upon you. Visit a couple of churches. Shame upon your <laughs> Upon your sunglasses, fam. Dude, architects in general, modern architecture is freaking garbage. Like, you're so ugly, you could be a modern art masterpiece. <laughs> you don't even need that sound <laughs> Like, I've seen some people, and they, they walk into, like, whenever, whenever I've been to one of those uh, churches that has a tabernacle on the side. No! <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, they absolutely there do that. You go. They, they walk in there, they walk in there. <laughs> And they they kneel toward the altar and they like they look confused because there is it's just the um, it's just the altar table and the the, the, the the cross behind there and the, the chairs for the priest but there is no tabernacle structure so they look for it sometimes they can't even find it because it's behind the whole structure of the yeah. altar and they're like where's God yeah. Church. Why I'm here in church? Exactly. Yeah, to give praise, should be service, so and obvious. reverence to my Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like the tabernacle. God, Amen. Like think about it. You, it used to be like the whole town was built around the church. Yes. And then the whole church was, was built, built around, around the tabernacle. Fam. We are so far from that now. Yeah. We have not only digressed from the whole like 
civilization pointing towards the church, but the very church itself well, is I mean, practically put aside. That's the not real a presence. that's not a church problem though. That's a that's an architectural right. problem. No, no, no. I, well, yes, but I mean the whole the town not being built around the church. That's that's a worldwide right. Yeah, yeah. Population. That's secularization of civilization. Yeah, for sure. Like, that's more understandable. But every church ought to be just an example of how. Just serious, this whole thing is. Bring back gothic architecture, please. Oh my gosh. If I could have one wish, that would probably be it. Should probably not, but I really want that to happen. Due to architecture, it's one of those things you don't think of. It's like that much. It's an art, but it's it's kind of like a lesser art, sort of. But it's so important. Like you can put so much like meaning and some some. Symbolism. Symbolism, thank you. I was trying to say symbology. (laughs) (laughs) Revenge. (laughs) Like, they would even direct, in Gothic architecture, we didn't have electricity back then, so they had to uh, maximize the light uh, from the windows so that the whole place was illuminated. And they would direct the light in, like, this, uh, like, philosophical type way so that it was, like, aimed at the altar and stuff. Maximum related. <laughs> and there is really cool. There is okay. I found a cool article. Not to mention, it's just freaking gorgeous. It's just yeah. And Hot. that's why it, it bugs me when people talk about. <laughs> it bugs me when people talk about uh, the dark ages. Bro, have you right. seen? Have you seen those buildings? <laughs> My goodness. You see they the didn't light. have power tools. They didn't have or calculators, bro. Fam, you got. When you see the light, by the hand. light is happy. Rory, yes. My gosh. I'm resisting. I'm resisting. Right. Okay. <laughs> yes, I'm resisting. So, to the medieval <laughs> mind, I, I found an article in Journal of the Earth. I don't know. The Journal of European Architectural History Network, mm. aka Jan. <laughs> <laughs> no, it says Jan. That's how boring it is. Yeah. So it says. Uh, to the medieval mind, open quote, numbers were imbued with symbolic qualities and could be interpreted in various ways with a few numbers having mixed meanings. One in three stood from the undivided trinity and two was, amongst other interpretations, connected with the two testaments, also dual nature. Yes. Number four gave rise to more diverse interpretations such as four gospels. The Evangelist, the rivers of paradise, bro. The four directions. <laughs> that was not a moment. <laughs> the four directions in which the gospel was spread, the four winds, the four elements, and the four seasons. How about the evangelists? He just said that. I just said the evangelists. Alright, well, I didn't hear it. I thought you said the Avengers for a while. I was like, I'm gonna kick you out. <laughs> They're annoying. Okay. Oh, writings of Iranius, Saint Iranius of Leon. <laughs> Why are you laughing at? Don't, don't. don't do it. Don't you do it. Oh, no, I'm no, about no. I'm to quote a holy man. Do not do it. Sorry, Shut up. <laughs> Open quotes. Uh, wait, no. The writings of Saint Iranian no, Leon, who remarked, Open quote. It is not possible that the Gospels can be either more or fewer in number than they are. For since there are four zones in the world in which we live, and four principal winds, while the church is scattered throughout all the world, and the pillar and ground of the church is the gospel and spirit of life. <laughs> Stop looking. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> it is fitting that she should have four pillars. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> 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 
gonna kill you both. <laughs> okay, stop. Okay. For the living creatures are quadriform, and the gospel is quadriform. That's from Against Heresies. End oh, quote. End quote. Peter is the rock. Dude, um, okay. What is Feels bad, man. But reading Holy Boys like this just makes me feel so <laughs> yeah, like here we are. No joke. Thinking about memes and like inside jokes where we're talking about this while exactly while these guys are out there thinking about numbers in nature and their connection to the gospels and oh my goodness, we're basically a React channel. Some <laughs> desolation out here, bro. Yeah. We'll get there eventually. We need to put that on assembly. Desolation. Consolation. Yes. That'd be good. Ah, uh, yes. Thomas Aquinas also says gingers have souls. Who? Who? Thomas Aquinas also confirms that gingers do indeed have souls. <laughs> what do why, you why ginger? Ginger. You've never heard that? G- gingers don't have souls? Oh, oh yeah, that's an old. That's really that's old. That's really old. Wait, what? You get that, you're an OG. Okay. Stop. I need to go, back. Need to go back to real presence. Wait. And I had a, I had a, I had a counterpoint. I had a counterpoint to you, and it's not really a counterpoint. It's just, it's just a little bit of what the other side thinks. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit of illumination. Yeah, there are there are obviously people who, let's call them, apologists of communing in the hand. Okay. Um, defendants. So, defendants. Yes. BWTN. And there's an article they have on communion in the hand. Communion in the hand, open quote, is approved by the Holy See as an option for the United States and many other countries, including Italy, following a relevant parts of the documents regarding governing this permission. Uh, so one is from the official journal of the Congregation for Divine Worship, and the other one is Acta Apostolicae Sedis, the official regular Acts of the Apostolic See. So the Sacred Congregation for Divine Worship says, open quote, in reply to the request of your conference officials regarding permission to give communion by placing the host on the hand of the faithful, I wish to communicate the following. Pope Paul VI calls attention to the purpose of the Instruction Memoriale Domini of 29 May 1969. At the same time, he has taken into account the reasons given to support your request. Pope grants that throughout the territory of your conference, each bishop may, according to his prudent judgment and conscience, ah, I think that is a key statement. Yes. According to this prudent judgment and consequence, conscience. Emphasis on prudent. Yes. Authorize in his diocese the introduction of the new rite for giving to communion. I think that, that I think that gave leeway to a lot of trouble. Yeah, exactly. Wasn't that sermon today? Uh, a little bit. A yeah. little tiny bit, just a smidge. Wait, who gave the sermon? Y'all's mass. Ob. Okay. Uh, Rose Master General. Okay. <laughs> Indeed. So the condition, the condition, and this is this is highlighted so they know that this is troubling because they highlighted themselves. And this says, the condition is the complete avoidance of any cause for the faithful to be shocked and any danger of irreverence toward the Eucharist. 
that's exactly what happens when people don't see enough reverence. I mean, they, they are shocked. They are... The, it, it almost drives them away. Like, this is how... If this is supposed to be... Like, say I'm somebody who is trying to come into the faith. And, end quote, by the way, a little while ago. Um, <laughs> I think they can tell. No, we're being no, you don't, you don't change your voice very much when you're, like, some people change it when they're reading out of something. Thank you. Um, anyway, like, if I'm somebody trying to come into the faith, and I learn a little bit about it, it's like, oh, the bread becomes Christ under the appearance of bread and wine. And I come to a mass, and I'm like, well... Number one, where is it at? I don't see it. Oh, it's in the corner behind the priest. Yeah. And number two, what is this? What What is this disrespect? Right. Yeah, put I some, saw. Put I some respect saw. on my name. I just saw yeah. somebody grab what's supposed to be God, higher than everything, and hold it in his, our hands. And just pop it in like it was bubblegum. Yeah. yeah. For real. Yeah, that's, that's, that's disturbing to say the least it's it's yeah. really it's a really good point of view to to think of it that way like most people who are on that side and don't you know, really think of it that way people think that things like things that show due reverence like communing the tongue the tongue communing the tongue people think that things like veiling communing in the tongue all of that stuff they dressing that, modestly, right? Oh, we talked a little bit about that last time, I remember. Yeah. They think that all of that has gone away because the church is now more progressive, progressive and accepting. Modern. No, Liberal. absolutely not. It we is not going away. I nothing. think the heck not. Yeah. Oh, do we want to talk about that a little bit? What, modesty? No, no, no uh, like the changing of the church. Like, Maybe for that's another, subject that's, for another that's time. A, that's okay. a heavy one. Yeah, that's yeah. a big one. Um, we'll call out all the people. Yeah, this, this says the right of communion the hand must not be put into practice indiscriminately. I mean... Are you reading? Yeah. Oh. The right of communion... Uh, I'm just going to phrase... Uh, Paraphrase. The right of communion must not be put into practice indiscriminately. This question involves human attitudes. Uh, exactly. This is exactly it. Quote, this mode of communion is bound up with the perceptiveness and preparation of the one receiving. It is advisable, therefore, that the rite may be introduced gradually and in the beginning within small, better prepared groups and in favorable settings. You cannot teach, close quote by the way, you cannot teach a child to receive communion in the hand. Like that bothered me. Um, recently, my, my younger sibling was receiving his catechism and for first communion and the catechist told them they were all supposed to receive in the hand um, and they obviously got classes from the subject I mean mm -hmm. they got classes regarding transubstantiation and trinity but the kid comes up to the altar and he's gonna receive in the hand so everything that he learned is not really connecting it's not really mm -hmm. making the connection your hands are not worthy like just yeah. take just take a second I mean, it's God. <laughs> yeah. Like, that is mind-blowing. But just think about it for a second. The creator of the entire universe, the creator of you. This guy. Who has done so much for you because he loves you and because he is ultimate. He is the beginning and the end. Mm -hmm. The alpha and omega. Right? Yes, sir. And just to close... 
And he's coming to see you under the humblest of appearances of bread. Yes. What's more simple than bread? Yeah, bread. And just to be with you for 15 15 minutes out of your your day, just Mm -hmm. just to chill, just to talk, just see what's good. Yeah, seeing it pretty much. Yeah, and it's it's almost unfair that people do not respond that people do not respond with at least a tenth of that humility. I think we are all faulty. We we have all fault of being irreverent sometimes because you know you get distracted in mass. Uh, mm-hmm. You go to the communion rail and you're not really thinking of what's going on. That has happened to everybody. Um, but yeah. Christ is really, really present in the Eucharist, and you should keep that in mind at all times. And just to close the episode, I have a little bit of a story. Um, it's a Eucharistic miracle. This is one of my favorite stories. You think we should close with that? Well, we could close with it, or we could do a part three and begin with it. Do you think we should do a part three? This is a pretty heavy subject. I think we should talk about Thanksgiving next time. Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving after What about the four? Four things? Adoration, contrition, Thanksgiving, and supplication. Those are the four things you do. Doing mass. Communion. No, for communion. Okay, okay, okay. I think we should talk about things because we've gone like kind of from consecration and transubstantiation to communion and respect. Yes. And then we should finish the three-part series Mm. with Thanksgiving. I see what you're doing and... I like it. Yeah, we'll do a part three, and we are gonna we're gonna open up. With, stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned because we're gonna open with a Eucharistic miracle story that happened in the 1300s. Ooh. It's an oldie, but it's a goldie. So stay tuned for part three. We should uh, be coming back to you guys in probably less than a week this time because R- Rory Rory's gonna step up his game for sure. Because mm. if not, we're gonna. Beat the heck out of my <laughs> Alrighty. You guys take care. Good confession. You're Pray for us. Pray for us, please. We will be praying for y'all. Heckin' yes. Goodbye. <laughs>